At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Greg Peterson Experience on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is hour number two of the Greg Peterson Experience right here on VSIN, the sports betting network. And got a great hour for you as in about 15 or so minutes at 8.15 p.m. Pacific time, 11.15 Eastern. John Von Tobel does a great job as our NBA guru over here at VSIN. We're going to be taking a look at all that we're getting with regards to these NBA playoffs right now we've got a game that is going finalist the Warriors are currently up 128 to 106 on the Memphis on the Memphis Grizzlies actually 127 to 107 on the Memphis Grizzlies so they're on their way to covering total winds going over there so we're gonna get his thoughts on what we're seeing with regards to the Warriors the Milwaukee Bucks were able to get the job done today and then we got a pair of games that are going to be going down for Sunday as well so we're gonna be talking about that We're also taking a look at everything that we're getting in baseball today, and we're going to be turning it forward a little bit later on to tomorrow, what we're all going to be getting for Sundays. We've actually got 18 games on the board for Sunday because we've been seeing some inclement weather out there in the northeast part of the country has caused for quite a few rainouts. So bonus baseball out there for Mother's Day, which that's always a good thing. For one, always give love to the mothers out there. And for two, always got to love baseball as well. So Two great things coming together on that day. So that is going to be absolutely amazing. And I mentioned it just before going to break. We did wind up seeing the puck go into the net in this Calgary Flames versus Dallas Stars game. As it is the Flames currently in the lead by a kind of 2-1 to one as Lindholm was able to get his second goal of the playoffs for the Calgary Flames to be able to get the lead there. And just taking a look at what we've gotten in the NHL today. 
We have seen three overs thus far. Right now, the only game that is on track to go under is this Dallas Stars versus Calgary Flames game. And very par for the course for what we've seen in the NHL this season. I mean, it is very, very rare that you wind up getting any sort of a sport that's north of 50% with regards to the overs. But take a look right now in the NHL. Just taking a look, this is the entire season. 53.1% of games have wound up going over the total. That is absolutely insane. And just want to take a look at what we've been getting here in the playoffs thus far. In the first 24-ish games, I think that we've wound up having actually 23 games that have gone final here in the NHL playoffs. 14 overs to 9 unders thus far. So it has been ridiculous what we have been seeing here because typically when it comes to most playoffs, typically you take a look at an under. I mean, we all remember it from the NCAA tournament this last season. You want just having a big giant binge of unders, especially when it came to the Sweet 16 Elite Eight. Heck, here in the NBA playoffs, this Warriors versus Memphis Grizzlies game not holding in a form. We've been seeing a lot of unders there. Absolute opposite when it comes to the NHL playoffs. So that has been something that has been very intriguing to take a look at. And I mean, these series have been terrific. I'm personally not someone that I wind up firing in on really much NHL, if at all, because, I mean, the last time wound up firing in on the NHL postseason, you may remember the Capitals versus the Vegas Golden Knights. They were doing battle. Vegas wound up taking game one in that Stanley Cup final. I was able to get plus $2 at the South Point on the Washington Capitals when the series should have just wound up taking the money line and rolling it over four times because the Capitals wound up winning each of the next four games. But that was just unmistakable value, in my opinion. It wound up getting there very easily. So I was a happy camper. We wound up deciding to retire on top from there. But certainly I do think that it's just great action in general. The NHL playoffs, just one of the best spectacles that you're going to find. And we've got Andy McDeal doing a great job over there. As we know, Stony, Stormy Tony. she used to actually be doing things with regards to the sideline reporting with the Vegas Golden Knights. So we've got you guys covered there. And I always like to be able to take a look at the trends of the NHL because it's been very much the opposite of what we've seen in a sport that I do a little bit more in baseball, in which north of 55% of games going in today have a lot of going under the total. So it's interesting to just take a look at the ebbs and flows of it. And this game, it's officially went final for the Warriors. 142 to 112 is your final. So even if you wind up diving in on like a 245-ish under in the second half, taking a live under in that regard, it does not wind up getting there. And the Memphis Grizzlies, I mean, their nickname should be Hickory because they wound up getting smoked in the second half. This was just absolutely terrible from the outset of that second half where, I mean, it looked like going into that first half that they weren't dead in the water and, man, they got crushed. This was a massive statement made by the Golden State Warriors and right now the way that I look at them, I see them as the team that if I were to lay down money right now on the team that winds up winning the NBA Finals, I would right now be taking the Golden State Warriors. They look like that team right now. So a very impressive display there. And I've got an impressive display going down on the ball diamond right now. We've got quite a few games that are coming down to the bitter end. And right now, if you're looking at a possible opportunity, Arizona Diamondbacks and the Colorado Rockies. We've got no outs in the ninth inning. Men on first and second for the Rockies. And it is a 1-0 game with Mark Melanson coming on for the second straight day for the Arizona Diamondbacks and Elias Diaz at the plate. So you've got yourself a little bit of an opportunity there if you're taking a look at a live number with regards to this. Right now, you've got the Colorado Rockies money line. Shock, shock, surprise, surprise. This just wound up going off the board 
at a plus 385. Certainly, if you'd be taking a look at this live, I would advise you to just take a look at the plus 385. We're going to see what this winds up refreshing at because right now we're mid at bats. So we're going to see what this winds up going back in at. But I mean, when you wind up getting into the ninth inning, I think that taking a look at the closer themselves is something that's very intriguing to do because some of these guys that are, and I air quotes here, just automatic, some of them aren't. Now, one of those guys, Josh Hader, you don't want to be fading that guy. I mean, he looks very solid right now, but Liam Hendricks has been very shaky this season. We've noticed that Edwin Diaz, well, he's never really been able to have it with the New York Mets. Whatever he winds up getting out there, you always are holding your breath. Someone like Diego Castillo when it comes to the Seattle Manor. So I do think that there's some very good spots to be able to pick things off. Heck, I was alerting you guys one of our number one, the Atlanta Braves and the Milwaukee Brewers. You were seeing that in a three to one game. Kenley Jansen has blown at least three run lines for the Atlanta Braves when they've been the favorite. They were actually a little bit of an underdog depending upon where you looked today. And I thought, hey, you probably aren't going to get the Brewers to win outright, but if you're able to get them catching a run and a half, you might be able to find a little bit of value. Lo and behold, Brewers wind up being able to get that one run. So if you want to take the plus one and a half life, you're able to find yourself a good opportunity there. And that's what baseball does wind up presenting itself with because in baseball, it's a case of which there's a lot of times in which the baseball team, they aren't necessarily concerned with the runs as much as you are because in a situation like the Atlanta Braves versus the Milwaukee Brewers, if you wind up saying, if you wind up having, say, a man on third base with one out, you wind up having a grounder to the left side, the right side, what have you. There, a lot of these teams, if they're up by two, one out in the ninth inning, man on third, they're going to let the man on third score. So that way they're able to get the out, wind up taking that one run win. So you always want to be taking that into account. And as it stands right now, you now have men on first and third, two outs in the ninth inning. Colorado Rockies, Arizona Diamondbacks. This is a game that is now off the board. So very, very intriguing to see what's going to be going down here as Jonathan Daza is the last hope for the Colorado Rockies. He's going to look to keep the line moving. And for Mark Melanson, who is about 57 billion years old, he's going to look to close this thing out for the Arizona Diamondbacks. If you're looking elsewhere, the Tampa Bay Rays wind up being able to strike there. Now up by a count of 3-1 to one in the going into the bottom of the sixth inning against the Seattle Mariners. As for the Tampa Bay Rays being able to go yard in this game, Brandon Lau, he winds up getting loud for his second home run of the day. That winds up coming off of Marco Gonzalez. And that's always a bugaboo whenever you wind up betting on Marco Gonzalez. He does a good job of not giving up a lot of walks. Relatively a solid pitcher. This guy gives up a rocket, so it is currently three to one. Tampa Bay Rays in the lead over the Seattle Mariners. A struggling Seattle Mariners team, by the way. And for the Tampa Bay Rays, after they got off to a little bit of a cold start to the season, they're looking to go to nine and three on the road. And and year in and year out, you always find these teams that they wind up doing a relatively solid job on the road. And then there are, then there are teams that they don't necessarily do such a great job on the road. Tampa Bay Rays, without fail, they wind up having pretty much a similar, if not better, record on the road because we're going to call it what it is. The trop is a little bit of a dump. It's very hard to get to. It's not necessarily that the Tampa Bay Rays have bad fans. I think that that's a narrative that is not necessarily true because you go down there to Tampa Bay, the state of Florida in general, there are some very, very loyal, very good fans, but it's hard to be able to get to those games. Ownership doesn't necessarily make it as friendly for fans to be able to get to those games with the prices and you're able to go down the cavalcade of just lists in general. So 
I do think that that's something that always needs to be taken into account, as I know actually quite a few Tampa Bay Rays fans, and they all do a very good job rooting on their teams, but certainly very interesting to always take a look at the race and year in, year out, without fail. This is a team that they do a very solid job on the road. And then you've also got a situation going on where the LA Angels, pretty hefty favorite. Currently, they are trailing big time to the Washington Nationals by a count of 7-3, to three, as it just was not the day for the LA Angels. As getting the start in this one, Michael Lorenzen, I thought that he was doing for a little bit of regression, and boy, oh boy, did it wind up happening. Four and two-thirds innings, giving up five runs, all of which were earned, including a pair of bombs, as he wound up allowing one to Josh Bell, fourth home run season, and Yadiel Hernandez is second. And now the bullpen has come in as you wind up having Mr. Piguero wind up giving up a home run to Nelson Cruz, who has really been struggling this year, but third home run of the campaign as Elvis Piguero. He wound up giving up that home run, and Elvis left the building after that. So there you go there. But now Kyle Bearclaw, who I didn't even know he was still in the league, he's currently on for the LA Angels. Meanwhile, for the Washington Nationals, they've had to go to the bullpen after Josiah Gray. Up-and-coming starter, someone that I think has a little bit of potential, five and a third innings. He's given up three runs, so this is yet another over that winds up hitting in this one, and we're starting to see it over the last seven days. Coming into today, overs were hitting right around 56 to 57% in Major League Baseball. I'll be touching upon this a little bit later on in the hour, but we have been seeing a whole big, giant bushel of overs in Major League Baseball today. Are we going to see a big, giant bushel of overs moving forward in the NBA? We're going to be posing that question to John Von Tobel. He is our guru over here at the Vegas Asset Information Network on the NBA. He's going to be joining me next right here on the Great Peterson Experience on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? 
I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have know to do that saying? with Some everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back. This segment of the Greg Peterson Experience is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Have you been looking for the right opportunity to be able to switch it up with your nicotine? Now there is a 10-day challenge for you to be able to get a fresh start, helping you walk away from ashtrays, spit cups, and vape. It's called the Zen Den Challenge. Zen Nicotine Pouches are satisfying, smoke-free, and a spit-free nicotine alternative. They're available in 10 varieties and 2 strengths. The Zen 10 Challenge is a risk-free way to be able to try Zen nicotine pouches. And if you don't enjoy your experience with Zen after 10 days, you'll get your money back. Go ahead over to Zen.com slash 10. That is 10 spelled together, T-E-N. Be able to take the Zen 10 Challenge. That is Z-Y-N.com slash T-E-N. Warning, this is a product that contains nicotine. Nicotine, it is an addictive chemical. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience with myself, Greg Oops Peterson and We've got aboard John Von Tobel. Does a great job over here at the network taking a look at everything that we've got in the NBA. You're able to follow him on Twitter at MeJVT and also does a great job every Monday through Friday on the edge as well. And John, great to have you aboard tonight. Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me, buddy. What's going on? What's going on is that the Golden State Warriors put the absolute smackdown on the Memphis Grizzlies tonight, being able to win by 30 points, pulling away in the second half and I'm not sure where you stand with regards to the team that you like the most to be able to win the title right now, but I felt this way going in, and, well, it certainly got reinforced right now. I look at the Warriors, and I think that they're the most dominant team in the NBA right now. You know, I, I'm still in the camp of Phoenix at this point, but uh, it's hard it's hard not to to agree with what you're seeing here from Golden State. And, it, you know, it's I, I wrote about this and, and talked about it multiple times. In the first two games, there's no, there's no other way to put it. Uh, Steph Curry and Klay Thompson were not good in, in any way whatsoever. In those first two games in Memphis, they shot a combined 30 of 83, 36% from the floor. They were 28.9% from three. But you figure when you go back home, friendlier sight lines, uh, obviously a friendly environment, the things would probably get better. And sure enough, they did. 51 points between the two of them. Steph Curry with a, with a really good performance from the floor. He still didn't find his shot from beyond the arc, but still 7 of 14 from the floor. Thompson 8 of 13 and 4 of 6 in three-point range. So you got that a little bit better. And then, of course, you have the kid that has been absolutely wonderful for everybody, which has been Jordan Poole. And again, another incredible performance today, 27 points, 11 to 17 shooting. But to me, you know, those offensive numbers are awesome. But I think, Greg, over the last two games, we've really seen that this defensive game plan for Golden State has kind of shifted to, you know what, we're not going to stop John Moran. So let's just make sure everybody else is kind of inefficient and not effective. 
And they did it again here today. Moran had 34 points with 13 to 21 from the floor. But you really look around, and, and they did a good job of kind of limiting the damage of others. Jaron Jackson, 4 of 13 from the floor, only 15 points, plus, minus, and minus 14. Desmond Bain was 5 of 10 from the floor, solid, 16 points, but minus 15 when he was out there. And really nobody else was very impactful from an offensive standpoint. And what has quietly been kind of a problem for Memphis, the minutes for Brandon Clark have not been good. And again, today, only 17 minutes, but a minus 24. He was one of four from the floor, and they took complete advantage of the lineup that were having him out there. So you've kind of seen like these little things that the Warriors did successfully the first two games really come to fruition in this game on top of the offensive turnaround. And I think this is kind of what we're going to see here now in game four, too. Yep, and to your point, I do think that at this point, we're just taking a look at what we're going to be able to get with regards to a Suns versus Warriors final out there in the West Western Conference because I take a look at the way that the Suns have played thus far, and they did wind up losing that game to the Dallas Mavericks, but that was really the first game in which they shot below 50% from the field in the entirety of the postseason, and I've just been really impressed by their efficiency in general. Once again, that game three performance not necessarily withstanding, but I do think that it is very lethal what they're doing there. The Chris Paul seven turnovers, that was a little bit uncharacteristic of him. I do expect a little bit of a bounce back on Sunday from him. Yeah, and Chris Paul, that's going to happen every once in a while. Remember remember game four in the New Orleans game, right? In that game, they lose that game by double digits to the Pelicans, and the water cooler talk is, oh, man, Chris Paul can't do this. He's terrible. It's all over for Chris Paul. He can't carry this load by himself. And he ends up closing out New Orleans in that game six with a 14-14 performance shooting, right? So, like, Chris Paul, I think you're going to see this is just like any other professional. We just talked about Steph Curry and Clay Thompson having back-to-back four games in Memphis. It's hard to win playoff games, and it's hard to be very good in playoff games consistently. And I think that kind of what you chalk up to that that performance last night. But I will say this. What was impressive about Dallas, which they could continue to do potentially, was the, the difference for them was attacking the paint. And not even attacking the paint, but was getting within four feet. In that win over the Phoenix Suns, they were awesome at the rim. 20 and 25 within four feet of the basket. They drew three shooting fouls. Every time Mikhail Bridges got ISO'd on Luka Doncic, he was banging with him down low, backing him down. Same thing with Chris Paul. There was just this really big effort by Luka Doncic and the Dallas Mavericks to get inside within four feet. And when that happened, there's a gravity there, right? Guys come over, they double, they help. You kick the ball out, you find open guys. And all of a sudden, Jalen Brunson has wider lanes to work with, open shooting windows, and he has his best game of the series. So it was a really good adjustment from Dallas. I really like what I saw from them. But I think big picture, when you look at this, Phoenix is still very good. Chris Paul is incredible. And they're doing it in such a crazy area of the floor. They're doing it with long mid-range shots. in their elite mid-range team, but the way they've been able to do it through two out of the first three games has been incredible. But I would expect a little bit of a bounce back in terms of offensive efficiency from the Phoenix Suns in this coming game. I'm just curious how they handle the newfound physicality of the Dallas Mavericks and how they're going to handle those possessions where Doncic wants to bang with Bridges and Chris Paul and how they alter their game plan from what they did in game four. And I think the big thing is someone that you didn't mind mentioning, DeAndre Ayton for the Suns. I think that that's really the biggest yeah. matchup in this one. Dallas just does not have anyone that matches up with them. And I do think that in a potential Warriors versus Suns matchup, if the Suns are going to be able to pull through, I think that it's really going to be because of DeAndre Ayton because he's right now one of the best most dominant, I guess you call them pure bigs in the league, not a guy that's going to stretch the floor, but does a great job down low, always going to be able to give you a double-double, and I think that that's going to be the hardest thing to defend for both the Dallas Mavericks and also moving forward the Golden State Warriors if we wind up getting there. Yeah, I think you're right. You know what's been interesting about Golden State, Greg, is like, so like they're at a size disadvantage even in this series against Memphis. 
Uh, but they've won the rebounding battle in each game. Like they, they've actually done a really good job on the glass. They, they've done a really good job of negating their size disadvantage by getting real like gang rebounding, attacking the boards. Like again here today, 38 rebounds for them to 29 for the Memphis Grizzlies. The Grizzlies have the size advantage, right? They have Jaron Jackson and Xavier Tillman. They have Brandon Clark, who's a pretty dynamic rebounder. Oh, Brandon Clark in this postseason had a fourth quarter in which he grabbed seven offensive rebounds, and that was against the Minnesota Timberwolves. So it's been really cool to see the Golden State Warriors overcome their size disadvantage with just like pure effort and gang rebounding, which has led to them winning offensive and defensive rebounding battles against a team like the Memphis Grizzlies, who should have that advantage. So you go back to that, what you're talking about with Aiden, and I think you're right. Like that should be a difference. And Aiden's really good at like when there's a small guy on him, he'll just shoot over him and he'll be able to hit that shot more times often than not. So that's going to be something to watch as they move forward. But I've been really impressed with Golden State and their ability to overcome their lack of size with just effort. And it's been really impressive, especially it's been, I think, noticeable in this series against Memphis. Yep, he has, it has been absolutely tremendous to see what we've been able to get out of the Warriors, just playing team basketball as well. The way that they've been able to dive into their bench, even now without Gary Payton the second out there, they still have quite a few guys that they're able to rely upon. And then the other game that we wound up seeing on Saturday, the Bucks. Take down the Boston Celtics in a very frenetic last sequence by a count of 103 to 101. And going into it, I thought that this was going to be the closest of the semifinal conference series. And we've certainly seen that thus far with the Bucks versus the Celtics. And moving forward, I think that this is a series that is going to be going to seven games. I like the Bucks a little bit right now because they do have that two to one series lead. But I take a look at this series, and after what we wound up seeing on Saturday, I still think that this is any one series. Yeah, I, I would say so, and I, and I think really when you look at this, the, the constant in this series up to this point, uh, both teams have been incredible defensively. But if you actually look at this from Boston's standpoint, it, this has been a series that has been a slog for Milwaukee in each and every single game. Today, again, an offensive rating for Milwaukee of 101 flat, and they end up getting the win. And both teams were they were missing a lot of good looks. I'm just wondering, like, if for a Boston team, and I, you know, I haven't looked over the shot quality numbers yet, uh, but when you look at shot quality, I wonder what their actual number would be here in this game because I thought Boston missed a lot of open shots, as did the, the Milwaukee Bucks, but this is a team in Boston who through three games now has done an incredible job on the defensive end of the floor. And for Milwaukee, two out of the three games, they've been great. And the other is kind of an outlier. Boston just shot the lights out in that win over the Milwaukee bucks. But I think, I think we're going to see this series get evened up when they meet again. I just, I'm with you. Like this is going to be a long series. I still think I lean toward Boston here. I like this team defensively and what they're able to do. I like them offensively. I think they have a little bit of a higher ceiling with Chris Middleton missing time, but I've been so impressed with Boston's defense especially uh, like throughout these three games. But it's, it's been really impressive to watch them handle Giannis Antetokounmpo as well as you can handle the best player in basketball at this point right now. By the way, this makes so much sense because you want to bring up the shot quality score. Went to at shot quality on Twitter. The shot quality score, 115 to 114 in favor of the That's Milwaukee right. Bucks. So it was pretty much anyone's game. And I think that this is going to be probably the best series that we do wind up finding. It's going to be very intriguing to see what winds up shaking out with this. And John, I know that you're covering all these series. You've got us covered through the NBA Finals, doing an amazing job holding it down for us and also doing a great job on the edge as well. Always appreciate the time, my friend. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, buddy. By the way, I saw that shot quality thing. You got to spell Giannis's name right. Yes, they do need to do so. It's a little bit of a tough last name, being someone from the state of Wisconsin. I'll give a little bit of a pass there, but 
certainly interesting to take a look there. And we'll be continuing our chatter with the NBA on the other side right here on VSIN, the Sports Bank Network. Experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience with myself, Greg Hoops Peterson, and a big thanks in the last segment to John Von Tobel, who wound up joining me. Does a great job being able to cover the NBA for us over here at VSIN, and on top of that, his show, The Azure, Monday through Friday, that he does with Matt Humans, absolute top notch quality there. So, always great to be able to get John aboard. and Promise you guys we'd be taking a little bit more of a look at the NBA, and we're going to do so right about now because now with having the games from Saturday in the books, we've seen a little bit of movement with regards to some of these series prices, and as it sits right now, right now the Milwaukee Bucks and the Boston Celtics series, it is by far the tightest one. The Celtics find themselves as a plus 140 underdog at DraftKings for the series, and the Bucks minus 160, and if you're looking to dive in on this right now, I do personally think that the Bucks should have a slight edge. I would have it more around like a minus 130, minus 135 on the Bucks. So I think that we've went a little bit steep there. Right now, the two series out west, you're finding the biggest numbers on. Warriors are a minus, one, minus 650 favorite against the Grizzlies, who are a plus 400 for the series. Phoenix Suns, minus, 20, minus 525 against the Mavericks, who are finding themselves at plus $4. I can't find myself taking a look at either the Thunderdogs. Now, I have no interest whatsoever in laying minus 525 on the Suns or minus 650 on the Warriors to be able to win the series. But certainly, I do think that both of those underdogs, they are really up against it right now. I think that we are destined for Suns versus Warriors in the Western Conference Finals. So really nothing there. And I do think that it gets intriguing when it comes to Heat versus 76ers. Heat find themselves at a minus 330. And... Part of why I just don't think that there's a lot of value with the 76ers at plus 260. And it's a narrative that has been played out. Many people have been talking about it, and I'm in agreement here. Just take a look at the way that Doc Rivers has been coaching in the postseason recently, and it's been pretty atrocious. In closeout games, his teams have not been able to close out, but I do think that this is a little bit of a different breed, what we're seeing with the Philadelphia 76ers. Now, I would want to take a look at what we wind up getting in Game four out of Joel Embiid before really making any sort of a decision with regards to that price. But I certainly do think that this is a Philadelphia 76ers team, which it has been a little bit tough for them. And this is the Miami Heat team that they're just the exact opposite. They're so well coached under Eric Spolster, someone that always gets his team firing at all cylinders when it comes to the postseason. A guy that has worked with so many different blends and has always been able to get these guys to work together has always been able to get these guys to play good team basketball. And we're seeing that once again, they were a little bit cold against the 76ers a few days ago. I think that that's going to be turning itself around just a little bit. And I could see a situation which you do wind up seeing this series wind up getting knotted up. I think that there's a good chance that the 76ers might wind up being able to win game four and then wind up going back two to two game five. Heat wind up winning that one and just wind up having a seven game series in which Home team wise winning all seven games. I think that that's a very real possibility in this one. So I do think that that's something to take a look at with regards to that front as well. And we'll be hitting upon in the other side, the Suns versus Mavericks for game four. We're going to have that 
coming up, but we've got to get you guys a little bit alerted as to what's going on in Major League Baseball. As right now, we have seen 11 games go final in Major League Baseball, and just four of them have wound up going under the total line of the games that are going down live right now. Well, you've already got a pair of games that they are guaranteed to go over the total line. Actually, make that now five unders because I was alerting you guys that, you know what, there might be a little bit of value if you want to live bet the Colorado Rockies. Well, they put up a four spot on 500-year-old Mark Melanson, and they wind up being able to get the win by a count of four to one as Mark Melanson just completely lit this game on fire, putting a little bit of motor oil in the front, and then boom, match was lit. I mean, he winds up giving up four runs, three of which were earned in two-thirds of an inning. Not terrific right there as the Colorado Rockies. Now 16-11. and 11. Certainly the offensive numbers are not the same on the road as they are at home, but this is a team that they're playing some good baseball right now. I like the pickups that they wound up having. Randall Gritchick has been able to hit away from home. Jose Iglesias has been able to do some nice stuff. Both of these guys hitting right around 295 for the team. C.J. Crone. Wanted coming up with a pair of big hits in this game as well. He's hitting a 320. This is a rocky team that I don't think they're going to be able to make the postseason, but you want them taking their season win total over. If you've been betting them on a day in and day out basis, you've been able to find some very good value on the Rockies. They take down the Aaron's and the Diamondbacks by a count of 4 to 1. I think it might be a little bit of a different story when you wind up having Zach Gallon go on the mound on Sunday and in the final hour. So starting up a little bit more towards midnight Eastern time, 9 p.m. Pacific time. Really going to be diving into the MLB card that we're going to be having for Sunday. Going to be giving you guys my DK Nation pick a little bit later as well, but I think that that's one that's going to be that's going to be very intriguing. And have no fear, it's not going to be Rockies versus the Diamondbacks for the DK Nation pick because we wound up giving out the under. And that one on Friday, that one hitting, we wound up getting another under on Saturday. But that said, you take a look at what we've got right now and just an absolute calamity if you want to take the under in the Miami Marlins versus the San Diego Padres game. A five spot in the ninth inning for the Fish. Has this game 8-0. to zero, Two outs in the bottom of the ninth inning as you want to see Ode Soler wind up being able to have a grand slam. And if you want to being on the under in this game, I feel incredibly terrible for you because I mean, this is just one of those cases in which you always hear the bullpens being just much maligned for doing a bad job. You hear all these people like, oh, I can only bet first fives because of the bullpens. And look at it. Actually, bullpen ERAs are better than starter ERAs this season. So I do think that the bullpens take a lot more flack than they deserve. But when you wind up seeing demonstrative results like this, if you wind up having the under, which I mean, at this point, taking six and a half unders, it's just a dangerous roll of the dice right now. I cannot take too many six and a half unders unless we wind up having something like the Corbin Burns and Max Fried matchup that we wind up having today out there in Atlanta. But boy, I mean, you give up a grand slam in the ninth inning. I mean, anyone that wound up having the Philadelphia Phillies a couple days ago, you're probably swearing off that bullpen for the rest of eternity. And well, when's the last time the Philadelphia Phillies bullpen has necessarily been trustworthy? You probably have to go back to when they wound up having for a brief time Jonathan Papelbon. But man, that is... Not great if you wind up having that under as the Miami Marlins officially get the job done by a count of 8-0 to zero, thanks to an Ori Soler Grand Slam. Ori Soler wind up entering into Saturday, hitting below the Mendoza line of a 200. So, bad beat there, to say the least. And this is one in which you want to take the under. Well, this is not a bad beat because this one just wound up getting there very easily. 7-3, to three, currently the Washington Nationals 
They're in lead over the LA Angels. For the Angels, it was Michael Lorenzen who wound up getting the start, gave up five runs over the course of four and two-thirds innings, and, well, the damage had been done from there. Bullpen has been able to come in after Elvis Piguero wound up leaving the building after giving up two runs in a third of an inning. They've been able to hold it down from there, but certainly a little bit of a strange situation there. And then we did wind up seeing a couple of games that I've yet to hit upon wind up going final, and I think that is very interesting to be able to gauge these double headers because we wound up seeing a very heavy trend of the under-hitting in Game 2 of double headers actually coming into the day. You wind up seeing six double headers. Five and one was the under in Game 2 of double headers, and that has reversed itself a little bit as you wind up seeing the Dodgers versus Cubs Game 2 wind up going over as here's something that it makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. The LA Dodgers took down the Chicago Cubs in Game 2 Six to two on three hits. Meanwhile, the Cubs wound up getting six hits and they got two runs. So, I mean, if you're looking for just strange results, and by the way, no errors on either side. If you're looking for something that is just like, what the heck is this? The Dodgers being able to get six runs on three hits is one of the most hilarious things that you're ever going to see as Mookie Betts in the ninth inning wound up being able to get a home run to really be able to send this thing over the total. But I, I just still can't help but laugh. Mookie Betts wound up having five RBI in this game, by the way. And I mean, two of those hits were extra base hits. Only one of them was a home run. And the Dodgers wound up being able to get six runs on three hits. And for the Chicago Cubs, it's because you wound up having Daniel Norris and Giga Thompson combined to be able to give you four innings of four walks. So that was not necessarily terrific there. And Tyler Anderson. If you're looking at someone that has actually been able to do a relatively solid job, 278 ERA, he's been actually relatively trustworthy for the LA Dodgers. You wind up seeing in another one of those double dips between the Cincinnati Reds and the Pittsburgh Pirates. Pirates and the Reds, they wind up splitting. So good news is the Cincinnati Reds finally were able to get a win. Bad news is it's another day with a loss for the Cincinnati Reds because I haven't had enough of those. And congratulations to the Cincinnati Reds on getting their fourth win of the season. They have now matched the amount of wins in the calendar year of 2022 that the Bengals have. I wish I was kidding, but I'm not. The Bengals and the Reds both have four wins this calendar year. But with that said, game number two, the Pittsburgh Pirates just completely destroyed the Cincinnati Reds by a count of 8-5. to five. And if you're looking at a very nice trend right now in Major League Baseball, the Reds have played 10 out of their last 11 games over the total. I've been asked so many times, how can we fade the Cincinnati Reds without winding up laying a bunch of juice on the money line. Well, just take a look at the Reds, and they're now north of 6-8 ERA right now, and that's the way that you're able to do so. So that has been highly profitable if you've been taking that. And something else that can be very profitable for you if you wind up doing it right, the NBA. We've got an interesting game that's going to be coming up between the Mavericks and the Suns on Sunday, and we're going to preview that right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VSIN, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hoops Peterson himself on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. The VSN Spring Special is here. For just $59, you get everything VSN has to offer from now until the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the business, and right here at VSN, we've got you covered on all of it, and subscribers will have access to it. The this includes Adam Burke and his daily best bet email, John Von Tobel, who joined me on the show right about 30 minutes ago. He's got you covered all the way through the NBA Finals with his best bets. Andy McNeil, he's breaking down everything on the ice for you guys all the way through the Stanley Cup playoffs. We've got lots of ancillary markets covered as well. Golf, UFC, the USFL, NASCAR, the Kentucky Derby wanted going down today. We've got you covered with regards to horse racing, preseason NFL coverage. You've got everything for the full VEASAN experience, which includes daily best bet emails, every single edition of Point Spread Weekly, our tools, and live video streaming whenever you want it. It's all for just $59 from now through July 31st. You're able to sign up at VEASAN.com slash spring, as it is a great Peterson experience right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. And while I was doing that read, you wound up getting about a third of the Canelo Alvarez walkout to the ring, so... That was clearly a little bit of a long one. And if you're looking to fire in on Canelo Alvarez and or the competitor in this one, Mr. Dimitri Bivol, you've got right now Canelo Alvarez at DraftKings minus $6. I'll tell you right now, I don't want to be stepping in front of the train that is known as Canelo Alvarez. So if you're looking at the round prop, the over of 10.5 is what I would be taking. Unfortunately, the juice is minus 320. I just don't really see a situation which... You wind up getting much of a stoppage in this one. Once again, laying minus 320. You're just too juicier when it comes to the over. You got way too much juice to lay when it comes to Canelo Alvarez. And that's just some of the pains when it comes to fighting, which is why when it comes to parlays, you wind up seeing a lot of them wind up coming inboxing, parlaying together a lot of favorites and things like that. If you just don't like what you're seeing with regards to some of those underdogs. And I thought that maybe you'd be able to get a little bit of value with Tony Ferguson and, 
myself and the man that really does a little bit more handicapping of the UFC than myself, Dan Miller, wound up witnessing this a few minutes ago. Tony Ferguson very nearly died. I mean, there was like a spinning kick. He wound up taking it just right in the face and he was down and out for the count very early in this one. So Tony Ferguson, if you want to take him plus $3 with him, well, they always say when it comes to underdogs, sometimes there are certain spots where the underdog goes to die. And well, that was, that almost became literal. That was not good to say the least. Fortunately, it seems like he is up. He is alert. So you just hope for his health and safety that things didn't wind up getting any worse. So we're going to be, Hopefully being able to see a couple more competitive fights later on tonight with that regard, but something that should be a little bit more competitive than what Tony Ferguson was tonight. Well, that would be the Phoenix Suns and the Dallas Mavericks, as that is a game that's going to be going down on Sunday. Gave a little bit of a preview a bit earlier of Heat versus 76ers, and if you want to missing that, got you guys covered with every single hour of every single show that we wind up doing over here at VEASAN, and that does include the Greg Peterson experience, VEASAN.com slash podcast, but with the Dallas Mavericks right now, you're finding them as a one and a half point home underdog, and your total on this game is 214 and a half. Wanted to talk about this about 30 minutes ago with John Von Tobel with just the thought that when it comes to the Suns and it comes to the Warriors, I think that they've got their respective competition just outgunned, and you're destined for that good Suns versus Warriors matchup, and I do think that they're the best two teams out there in basketball for the Phoenix Suns. What I think is going to be the difference maker for them, DeAndre Aiden. I mean, you just take a look at what this man is able to do, and there's nobody on the Dallas Mavericks that's able to match up with them. I mean, even in the loss that the Suns wound up taking a couple of days ago, they completely outgunned the Dallas Mavericks on the glass. It was just a case in which the Phoenix Suns wound up having those seven turnovers from Chris Paul, and you expect them to be much, much more efficient in this one. He wound up having seven turnovers in that game, and you still have them for the entirety of the postseason through these nine games, averaging 2.2 per contest, so... He has been rock solid with that regard. And when it comes to Devin Booker, I think a big question coming into the series is, would he be affected a little bit more than we would like to believe with this hamstring injury? The answer is currently a big giant no, as he has been very solid here throughout the entirety of the postseason, shooting 50% from three-point range in his six games, right around 23.3 points per contest. So he's been able to do a solid job there. And what I think is really going to be big for the Suns in this game as well, just continue to have Mikel Bridges be able to do all that he's doing. He's averaging right around five boards, 15 and a half points per game throughout the entirety of the postseason. And why I think that the Dallas Mavericks were able to have the success that they wound up having in game three is what they're really going to need to be able to have an opportunity in this game. And that's the reemergence of Jalen Brunson in the games that they were without Luka Doncic. It really became a case in which Jalen Brunson was able to go into takeover mode. He was able to put up some big giant performances wound up having 28 points, was actually the leading scorer for the Dallas Mavericks in Game 3. So he's really going to need to come to the forefront, but and you just take a look at the ancillary pieces. You're right now getting absolutely nothing off this Dallas Mavericks bench. I mean, Spencer Dimwitty, you were hoping that he'd be able to give you a little bit more of a spark than he has been able to in the postseason games. He's averaging right around 13 points per contest. Hasn't necessarily been able to hit too many threes for the team at this point, so he hasn't been able to offer the boost off the bench that you were hoping for as well. And then you just take a look at the Phoenix Suns, the way that they're able to have a couple more interchangeable parts. You're able to have Cam Johnson coming off the bench, be a very effective scorer for this team. Campaign is someone that I do like. Heck, you're able to take a look at Landry Shamit and JaVel McGee, which 
Strange to say that JaVale McGee is so relevant here in the year 2022, but this is the world that we live in, and JaVale McGee still doing a solid job down low, and I think that that's really where the Dallas Mavericks team is outgunned in the post, just in case which the Phoenix Suns, I think, are really going to be able to take them to the woodshed end. When it comes to the total, I do think that it is fascinating because this is a Suns team that they're playing some very solid defense right now. They've been playing as a very good unit, and you take a look at this Mavericks team, they've been a little bit... <clears throat> <clears throat> excuse me, they've been a little bit more hot and cold when it comes to what we've been able to find with regards to their scoring as you're even able to take a look at the Jazz series in the games that they did wind up having Luka Doncic and it's been a little bit more of a defensive effort for them as well. So I do think that you've got yourself a case in which it's probably going to be a little bit of a lower scoring game right around at 214 and after a 215. I'd be leaning under, I would try to Perhaps find an in-game opportunity if you wind up seeing just a total slog of first quarter. Wind up laying off a little bit more if you wind up seeing the Suns come out resurgent, being able to bury a couple threes. Maybe you wind up having a little bit of value with that regard as well. But I do think that it is a case in which I do think that it's going to be a little bit more low scoring just because I do think that the Suns are going to be operating through DeAndre Aiden a little bit more in this game. I think that Chris Paul is going to be much more efficient as well. The seven turnover came. I just think that that's a little bit inefficient of him. And something that you're able to take advantage of is that I do find that oftentimes after a bad postseason game for some players, things wind up getting a little bit overreactionary. And you know what you've been hearing on a lot of sports talk radio stations. You know what you've been hearing from a lot of people in recent days after what wound up happening to Chris Paul in that game three loss is, oh, Chris Paul, it's once again struggles for him. Oh, no, Chris Paul. What happened to him once again? And I think it's a little bit unjust personally. I think that he just wound up having a little bit of a bad game. I do think that people are maybe blowing it a little bit too much out of proportion. And you figured that the Dallas Mavericks down 2-0 being a desperate team because, as we know, the amount of teams that have come back in this round from down 3-0, I'm able to count them on, oh, yeah, zero fingers. Yep, that's the case in which they really needed to be able to get the job done and the Dallas Mavericks were able to, but I do think that there's going to be positive progression here for the Phoenix Suns after what we wound up seeing from them in Game 3. And prior to what wound up happening in Game 3, they've shot at least 50% from the floor in every one of their postseason games. They were still solid from three-point range. They weren't able to do as much inside. I think that the inside game certainly going to be able to help them out. So I take a look at this spot, and I do think that it is going to be a case in which we're going to be getting the Suns versus the Warriors sooner rather than later. And I do think that the Suns are going to be able to take Full advantage of the series and speaking of taking full advantage boy oh boy the Tampa Bay Rays just took full advantage of the my of the Seattle Mariners bullpen a five spot in the eighth inning as we've got yet another over on the board in the MLB that means that in total we wound up having 15 games today we now have a guaranteed nine overs or actually we are officially all the totals are in 10 overs and 5 unders in Major League Baseball today. So we are seeing these totals going over quite a bit right now. 8-1 to one is your score. We're in the bottom of the 8th inning. And now we wind up getting here. Woo, Diego Castillo, the former Tampa Bay Ray. Well, he did a solid for his former organization. He gave up 5 runs and he got as many outs as Greg Peterson. As he allowed a home run to Manuel Margot. And boy, did he let that one go. That was a... One that wound up having three men on base, better known as a grand slam. His second home run of the season, and right now the Seattle Mariners, 
They're in a little bit of a funk, and it is not going well for them. By the way, Tampa Bay Rays wanted coming into this game 8-3 on the road, and for the Seattle Mariners, boy, oh boy. They are in danger of losing their 10th game out of their last 11. So not necessarily going so great there, but we now know pretty much what we're going to be getting in Major League Baseball for Saturday. Let's start to take a look at some previews for Sunday next, right here on the Great Peterson Experience on VSIN, the Sports Bank Network. If you thought there was a sports betting offseason, think again. Our VEASAN sports betting experts are working 24-7 to keep you informed on every sport on the schedule. The over pays the same for a baseball game or a football championship, and our team grinds year-round to help improve your betting IQ, improve your betting IQ, improve your betting IQ, improve your... At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.